we welcome into the program from uh, from Big 12 now on ESPN Plus. We say hello to Ted Emmerich. Ted will be working the game tonight, uh, Baylor and Kansas State. Ted, good morning. How are you, buddy? Tom, how are you? Great to be on with you. Hey, the, the the league itself. Let's let's start there. Uh, in, in your opinion, and I know we still got a long way to go, but in your opinion, how deep is this league when it comes to the NCAA tournament? It, I think it's the best league in America. Still, I mean, and and all the metrics uh, would back that up. Uh, you could make the argument, certainly, that the uh, Big Twelve SEC Challenge might have put a dent in the Big Twelve's uh, reputation, but overall, top to bottom. Uh, just I, I, I use the term pound for pound because, listen, if you if you want to go to uh, uh, the Big Ten, which just has more teams, fine. Uh, the SEC certainly has more teams. But in terms of day in, day out competition, uh, there is no bottom in the Big 12. Uh, you know, a, a game against Kansas State. Uh, is uh, not some cakewalk, and I understand it certainly was for Baylor the first time around in Waco. Uh, I think it'll be a little bit different in Manhattan tonight. Do I think Baylor will win? Absolutely. Uh, and and do I think they will bounce back in a big way uh, from the loss to Kansas on Saturday? Yes, but I don't think it's going to be 74-49 uh, like it was a couple of weeks ago. It's, uh it, it, it's so much fun, just night in, night out. The level of competition you have, uh, at the very least, seven teams that are going to the NCAA tournament, seven out of ten and possibly eight. Ted, how much has the transfer portal helped the parity not only in this league but in college basketball across the country? It's a huge factor, uh, certainly, and and you don't you don't need me to to tell you that. Just look how you're able to stock your roster with veterans instead of simply freshmen who might need time to grow. And that's the intriguing thing about Baylor is coming off last year. You know, you lose four starters from a national championship team. Uh, you're able to do a little bit of both. You know, you bring in somebody like James Akinjo who's able to lead the way for you and looks like a national player of the year candidate as you ascend to 15 and 0 and number one in the country again, of course, before his uh, tailbone injury. And you also add a McDonald's all American in Kendall Brown, and you add a super skilled freshman in Jeremy Sohan. It, it's uh, melding uh, the two ways to build a team. And listen, in the long run for Baylor, they're going to be just fine. Uh, you know, this is a hiccup. It's one that we're certainly not used to. I think if you're a Baylor fan, uh, the last two years, the way they have been able to roll past teams, uh, but when they get their injury situation sorted out, I mean, by the end of this month and going into March when it truly counts, uh, they are going to be among the best in America. And I, I would argue among the favorites to cut down the nets again. And, and I was going to ask you, uh, how did you look at the Kansas game? Was that just one of those deals? It was just a bump of the road in the Big Twelve, or or, or did you see something that that uh, you know that you went, oh, hang on a second, uh, this hasn't happened before? Yeah, I, I think we'll begin to find out uh, tonight uh, just in how they respond. Uh, we had the good fortune of sitting down with Scott Drew uh, last night. And he said, hopefully it's just one of those once a season 
kind of games, and he was convinced that they are going to be much better tonight. Uh, said they had two really good days of practices, and again, uh, we will find out tonight against Kansas State, which uh, they would argue they were going to be much, much better uh, from the last time that they saw Baylor and they got run off the floor. Uh, for Baylor, the, the keys are moving forward. And listen, nobody is Kansas in terms of transition offense. Kansas State cannot measure up in that respect. But that is something you want to see improvement in on the Baylor side is transition defense and just flat-out effort. That Scott Drew kept coming back to that word. The effort wasn't what it normally is from us talking about Saturday. Um, and th that is rare. Again, you could always count on that, uh, you know, the last couple of years from the Baylor side. Uh, so, yes, can they get that ironed out? Will you see that? Will you see that aggressiveness and physicality and ball pressure uh, listen, overall, they're not what they were a year ago. They don't have uh, a lottery pick in Davion Mitchell in the backcourt. They don't have a, uh, a Final Four most outstanding player in Jared Butler in the backcourt. Do they have someone who can uh, ascend to that level as the year moves along and James Akinjo as he gets healthier? Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, is it there right now? Probably not. So uh, just in terms of effort, and aggression. Do you see that on the court, on the road tonight? Uh, that will be intriguing, and we can't wait to see it. Ted, I think we're coming into the season, we all knew how good the Big 12 was going to be, but have you been surprised by the success that TCU and Texas Tech have been able to have? Uh, from Texas Tech, I, I'm not. I, I, I just I believed in Mark Adams when he took over the job. I knew how crucial he was in – helping build that culture at tech along with Chris Beard. And so I, I was convinced that he could uh, work his magic in the portal. Again, this is a lifelong grinder in the coaching profession, NAIA, junior college, so on and so forth, building new teams year after year. And he's done it again. You bring in somebody like a Bryson Williams uh, to complement uh, the likes of Kevin McCuller and so on and so forth. And, I mean, you have a team that is just miserable to play against night after night uh, defensively. And can you get enough offense? Again, remember, Terrence Shannon, you know, has been hurt for basically, uh, you know, two months now with his back. Uh, you get him uh, on track, look out uh, offensively. And with TCU, is that a bit of a surprise? Yeah, I, I would say so. Again, you just, you hadn't, you hadn't seen it in a few years. Jamie Dixon with a, a tournament level team. And, you know, to go back to the question about the transfer portal, uh, TCU hit there, certainly, with Damian Baugh to compliment Mike Miles, who was one of the brightest young guards in the country. Uh, Lampkin is an improvement underneath over Kevin Samuel. Uh, in terms of his effort and the way he crashes the offensive glass. Uh, the P Chuck O'Bannon is playing the best ball of his career, and you have to remember he was McDonald's All-American at one time. You figured it would be a matter of time for him, and sure enough, here he is, and now TCU uh, looks like a borderline tournament team. So uh, they are a greater surprise, I would argue, uh, compared to Texas Tech, but Again, in the Big 12, we shouldn't really be surprised by anyone uh, being on the bubble or even better. 
Ted, as always, it is a pleasure, man. We do appreciate your time. Uh, have a great call tonight. We'll be watching and uh, look forward to it. You got it, Tom. Thanks so much. Have a great day. That is a Ted Emery.